Welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode number 38. I'm Shelby Stokes. On the cast today, we have Casey Cool, Hello. Brandon Chappie, the Chapman of the Joystick Club. And his co-host, also part of 710 ESPN Radio, Taylor Jacobs. Hello. Thanks for having me. Welcome, welcome, gang. What's going on? Thanks for coming. I'm just excited to be here. I love being on the mic. <laughs> love yeah. being on. You're good at it, too. Natural. Natural. <laughs> and it's like you guys sort of bought our reunion rights. So you guys <laughs> get the first sort of Joystick Club post-Chappie yeah. becoming a dad reunion. So this is like yeah. this is a big honor for you guys as well. So I think I think we're done. Chappie, good, good app. Let's get out of here. And, Let's wrap uh, it up. I don't know, man. <laughs> It feels unfair for you to say that the the joystick club okay. break was well, specifically just me becoming a dad. There were it was there was whole, there was a holistic reason. There no, was lots of. Reasons. I just said it was in the post. That's the happy thing we're gonna. Have. Oh, okay, okay. We don't want to say the post COVID right. sickness weirdness delayness. Yeah, let's just stay out of all that. Let's just keep that. Let's out just of highlight it. you becoming a dad. Wait, no, 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 no. You can't shortchange it. You brought a human life into this world. I think you oh, should be true. something proud of, right? She's, yeah. she's super cute dude. yeah and she's sleeping <laughs> seven or eight hours a night right now Ooh, every night good, for good. Uh, for a two-month-old that's pretty nuts like we must we did something right or she's just a good kid i don't know but yeah thanks fellas well I'm done well happy. done well done you're, you're taking all the credit for that right yeah well i mean i trained her <laughs> i'm her sleep sensei uh, yes. No, you've always been a stickler for sleep. I remember in college, like, I gotta get my eight hours. You would always say that. It's, it's eight or uh, it's eight or break. You know, that's what I'm. That's <laughs> what I need. Seven and a half's not gonna do it for me. You were always adamant about that. I was like, all right, man. So video games. Yeah, that's what we're here for, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So you guys are coming back. You're gonna be starting your show. I know you guys have been talking. You do mostly esports, and it's hard because there's no esports really going on, right, Taylor? Yeah. I follow a lot of the competitive fighting scenes and there's issues there because of netcode uh nintendo right now is causing a lot of hate for them they're not doing any good pr for themselves because they're killing the melee community basically which you know i kind of get because they don't want them to use hack software yeah but the nintendo situation is still upsetting that they've just yeah. never leaned into it and this is a cont- no if this was the first Mm-mm. sort of incident i think i would agree that you're like all right well it's yeah. you know it's a hack game let's let's leave it to the the pro versions and leave mm-hmm. it up to the quote-unquote professionals right but it, it is a, a weird situation where they've just never leaned into it and they've never embraced it and it's just been really disappointing as a nintendo fan i know Brent, i'll speak for brandon as well just being a fan of Nintendo in general and, and a fan of esports and not seeing that crossover and for them to be so far behind when they've been the leaders in, for so long in so many fields that it's just, it's, it's, it's doesn't make us mad. We're just disappointed. Oh, dang, dad answer. Now, yeah. I would argue too, though, they're the original esports because of the Nintendo World Championship. <laughs> uh, if you've seen The Wizard, the true, uh, you know, the, yeah, that's uh, what it's all about. Have I seen The Wizard once I a know. year, maybe <laughs> twice a year for me? Right. But they, that contest, and they brought that back a couple years ago in like 2016. But I, I agree. It, it's not, it's a sad state of affairs. Doesn't so, that reinforce our point in a way that they were the ones who did it first and had this 
amazingly cool thing that put that idea in all of our heads that that could be the future of gaming and then that and then now they're the right you know, sort of bottom of the run that, that makes it almost worse and then today i don't know if you guys saw i know we're getting into this in the news right there they put out youtube warning strike so m- music from mario kart mario 64 and zelda of ocarina of time will get youtube videos pulled down. really yeah like people were showing their emails and it's like hey your videos mm-hmm. got like all these video game streamers let's play i felt pretty bad dude i think we all just eventually hope they're gonna figure it out them being nintendo like okay you're gonna lean in eventually right no no, no. internet's mm-hmm. a weird oddity to them they're like no i actually didn't know this about the mario kart thing yeah that just came out today it was big on twitter so what esports can you cover or what's been the big news in esports for you taylor as of late? i mean lately it's just been the league of legends free agency overwatch yeah. free agency it's sort of that free agency yeah. period where you're seeing people shifting teams shifting orgs and uh i mean look you we only have so much time. We could spend a whole nother rundown and a whole nother few hours going over <laughs> each move and what it means. Um, yeah, sure. But no, I, or they can listen to the joystick club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, can't, right. can't sell the farm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it is truly, you know, this is the off season. And if you're a sports fan or a traditional sports fan, as I like to say, then this is when a lot of the drama happens. This is when a lot mm-hmm. of the storylines are written for the season. Um, you know, rivalries become reestablished. You have people switching teams. That sets up, you know, new looking, you know, must-see matchups and things like that. So, um, but I, I, it's just really a fun time to start to get into esports as they get back into the groove and back into these live events. And now you'll feel them really leaning into those events, right? Because right. It's going to be a big way for them to generate revenue, and that's going to be a big thing going forward. Right. So finding right. ways to make those in-person events really special is going to help esports take that next step. Forward. So do you think, too, because I know Overwatch was a big part of your show now with Overwatch 2, they're talking about it being kind of a with a story-based game. Do you think that will help or hurt the competitive scene overall? Do you think people are going to be more shifted into playing it for the content and treating it like a mmo or are they going to think of it still as hey this is a sports esport battling game i'll I'll tell you this if they price it this way where the online play is free and you can play the online version Mm -hmm. free and the story mode is paid for campaign then my answer would be definitively yes 100 percent. okay i think moving to the free-to-play model um it is something blizzard yes. should consider to to take yeah. that sort of next step into the demographic of of you know preteens, right these young kids right. playing these free games doesn't cost their parents anything and look you could play right. Fortnite for free if you didn't buy any skin you could play it the same for free so yeah. there's going to be people who are going to get to experience that game right. for the first time maybe even experience blizzard for the first time right in their world right so i would love to see some sort of online free-to-play multiplayer um and, and let the campaign be behind a paywall because i'll buy it and then i'll play online too i'd be interested in that too that was my complaint with world of warcraft and shadowlands that it's 2020 and you're charging for an expansion you're getting 15 dollars a month from your user base every month that's 180 dollars a year from one person so mm-hmm. at what point and then you can buy mounts you can buy other things in game to do it like there's no point to be charging me forty dollars every two years for a new like just give me the free content and you'll get my money every month 
and it's it's weird. But there's this shift happening because of all these free to play games. That's interesting that you said that. Yeah. Now I know you're playing a different free to play game online. Uh, it might be game of the year for most people. Oh my gosh. Animal Crossing. Oh my gosh. Let's talk. I have guys. I have spent so many hours, so <laughs> many hours in this game, <laughs> and I love it. I mean, I, I do that so, with the biggest smile, and like I've loved every second of it. What What's your island's name? Uh, Danksville. My <laughs> wife came up with the name. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Danksville. My son named ours. Mine's Happy Island. So I've got the five year old flair from it. I was like, all right, guy. Hey, that's yeah, fine. That's cute. So, did your wife play it with you a lot, or are you the who's the mayor? Who's in charge of the island? It's me. Okay. It's just me on my island. Um, but I, I love it. I've actually today I was watching YouTube videos considering even making just an NPC character oh. for the future. You can have your all your users on the island. So, my wife has a house on the island. Yeah, my son has a house. So, I made my two year old daughter an avatar finally. And the theme of her house is yep. casino, so she's like a like a little baby boss lord that wears a tux and is basically running the gambling fund of our island. They go to Sammy's uh, casino, and she's there with a, like a pacifier and a tuxedo. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to Christmas up the island so instead good. of just having my daughter be a uh, pit boss. But yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I'll tell you this: the the update I think came out what either earlier this week or the end of last week. Yeah, end of last week. Um, Snow. It's snowing yep. now. Yep, and um, within 24 hours, I had every dog, like every dog nice. plushie. Oh, you I can had get to do it. dog plushies now? That's part of the yeah. update? Oh, so that yeah. came in the in the holiday toy day update. It's like an electronic-looking dog. Now I have to play this. Shelby's like, download <laughs> the new Animal Crossing update. Yeah. <laughs> I need I to get ready when I'm done recording. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they look real. It's not like the plushies that you got earlier in the right. game from your mom. It, it looks like a real dog. So I made a dog park on my island. It's rad. <laughs> That's great. I, I love seeing what people make. Like, I, I love, that's a great idea. I'm more of the collector. Like, okay, I want to get all the fish. I want to get all the dinosaur bones. I'm the, I've got my I, my museums completed. Oh, you do Hundy P? I I just got to do the art. I have all the fossils, all of the bugs, and oh, I, wow. I actually I'm missing two fish. I'm missing two See, fish. I was playing so much. Um, this was before they did the like quality of life update where they yeah. stopped how many times red came. Yes. So I filled up my museum like pretty cool. Like I was playing a lot, and I, you know, yeah. I'll be honest. I time travel forward and back. Uh, but like, I was gonna ask. I was gonna but, ask. Okay. Um, I won't judge. But I, but I never, um, like I would time travel, and it truly would always just be just like some same art or some bad art, and then I would go forward a couple of days, and red would be there. So I did a majority of it even without the time travel. Um, See. But I I'm mean, all for time to, to do the art. You have to because he just doesn't yeah. show up enough. So right. Well, and if you want to get a shark really fast, you need to make it summer. I'm all for time traveling. My wife made me feel really bad about it and called it cheating. She thinks if you look at a player's guide or a YouTube video, it's cheat. She'll oh. basically call me out like you're cheating. You're cheating. I'm like, this is the guy. I'm no. I I I said it to Shelby. I'm like, do you want me to hang out with you or do you want me to play this game? Because I'm trying to beat it. <laughs> so let me watch this guy. Right. Exactly. Ch- Chappie's holding a Fallout Four guy. <laughs> I. <laughs> The hardback, right. not the paperback. <laughs> Did you guys buy player oh, yeah. guides growing up? 
Oh yeah. 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 Like she it's part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's YouTube, so it's like it's so much easier because I can just go watch something and be like, oh, that's how they did it. I remember when my dad was like, my coworker told me about this website. It's called Sega Sages, and apparently you can find guides. And I was like, yeah. What? What did what? you just say? Sega Sages then became Game yep. Sages, then became yeah, IGN. Really? We all know IGN. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh. AOL, dude. Sega Sages. I was always a Games Facts guy. Game FAQ. Oh, yeah. That was my go to as a kid. Uh, yeah. I still use Game Facts sometimes. That's GameSpot property now. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. Well, the first time I ever got went on to Taylor's Island, I basically was like, well, I'm never going to put this much time into the game. So I, it like made me quit. It was that. <laughs> wow. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> Oh, he got all the dogs. Well, see you later. It's impressive. He has like a shopping district with like with like clothing stores. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, I got wings. I got wings. Of, of oh, nice. You know. Yeah, there's wings. Do you have all your villagers living on one side of the island, or like do you spread them out? How do you? What's yeah? You spread them out, Sam. Yeah, I, I went with the. Uh, so also, quick sidebar. There's a character who's named Molly and my wife's name's Molly. So Molly lives up on the top. Like I live up on the top hill with like a lookout and like a porch. Um, Molly's a duck, right? Molly's a duck. And we live in a castle together up on the hill. Oh, that's nice. So, so, so that's my 10th. And then I have the nine in a three by three neighborhood where there's streets and they each have their own yard and like themed sort of, outside area i need to do that i just never really in the terraforming and i need to go take over my village is full so is molly is your favorite villager like everyone has a favorite villager oh man i mean it's so hard because like i also love biscuit because he was one of my first ones that's that, that dog got. yeah he's the dog that looks sort of like a plush animal too Pietro, dude. You're seeing a theme here, right? Yeah, yeah. Dogs. The plush dogs. Um, Hey, man, what you're into is what you're into. I get it. You know, right? But also, um, Ribot, the yes, the robot frog. Yes, Ribot's people hate on him, but he's rad. He's a jock. He is rad. People, people don't like jocks. Uh, I also like Fauna. I have a little special place for Fauna, and I have rolled. I found Rold on a villager hunt, so that was rad. Rold is the... What is Rold? The penguin. The little blue penguin. Oh. But he wears, like, flannel nice. and, like, hats oh. and sunglasses. He's, he's a lumberjack. Oh, yeah. Right. So, let me ask you this. Oh, you Animal Crossing peeps are just a different breed. <laughs> Who, who's your least favorite? No, my favorite thing is this. Everyone has a villager they hate on their island that they just want to go, and they won't ever leave. Chappie actually right? knows about that story. He could probably tell that story about I mine. can't remember which villager it was that you wanted gone. His name is Pietro. Oh, Pietro, and he's my favorite. I think Pietro's tight <laughs> because he's basically Pennywise, <laughs> and I love Pen- I love it oh. and Pennywise, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Pietro. the clown. Yeah. Ooh, creepy. That's enough. Nope, that's like a no. Pietro. That's a hard pass. Are you playing anything else, Taylor? Uh, I'm waiting for Cyberpunk. That's pretty much the only other Aren't thing we all? that I've been uh, looking forward to. Are you downloading it right now? No. Oh, I already got it downloaded, Dude. man. Is that right? Are you ready? <laughs> the fact that the icon for that game is on my desktop is still utterly incredible to me. I just like staring at it. Also, it's debatable whether or not my uh, my laptop <laughs> can handle playing science. Yeah. I'm worried so. about my computer and it's pretty beasty. I'm worried and I'm worried. Dude, I'm excited. It's it's gonna be good. Are you gonna get that for your Xbox X? Uh, I don't know. I think I might wait. 
you know, I got the X series. I really want to see something run well on the X series. And that game is getting a lot of good buzz right now. And I absolutely love CD Projekt Red. So I'm excited to play it. It looks really good. Hopefully it lives up to the hype. It seems like some of the um, different outlets are giving it some pretty high marks. So hopefully it comes through. But so was Witcher 3, right? When it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest criticism I saw was it was buggy, well, right? Yeah, they did. Big chunk time. Buggy yeah, but they supported the heck out of that game. Well, that's, a, that's the thing, though, is people are mad now because they they it, they delayed it so many times and it's still buggy. So people are going to be mad and then two years down the road we'll say, yeah, but they supported the heck out of that game and it ended up being one of the... I, I don't know. Whatever. Right. I'm going to play the bejesus out of it. If it crashes, I'm going to... If it <laughs> crashes, I'm going to double-click the icon again and I'm going to start... Go right back into it. I don't... I, I really don't care. Yeah. I've been waiting for this for yeah. a long... Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm going to... I'm going to love it no matter what. It's not a good game how... if people don't complain about it. That is what I'm convinced right. about. Like, if no one's yeah. complaining, I'm like, oh, the internet doesn't care. Mm. Yep. Tomorrow, my life changes. Well, Witcher 3 launched launched buggy, but still it was good. Like, I didn't feel like it was buggy enough to kill the game for yeah. me at all. Like, yeah, they built out some quests that eventually made it more stable. For the most part, that was a really good yeah. package. So if they can come even close to that with Cyberpunk, I think it's going to be a win. Yeah, people are basically guaranteed. saying that, like, they they really did something special with how the decision tree works. Like, you could sprint through the main quest mm-hmm. in 20 hours if you really wanted to. And at the end of that, at the end of the main quest, mm-hmm. if you did it that way, you would have like two or three ending options that could present themselves to you. But mm-hmm. if you take time doing all these side quests in the middle, you could have 20 different endings possible because of the decisions you made and the people that you met and the, the people that you talk to and how you talk to them changes how the entire game unfolds from there. So it's like really yeah. one of those get lost and make it your own experience type of things, which is exactly what I want. <laughs> mm. one, like 100% exactly what I want. I mean, I'm the guy that's still never finished Skyrim because I get distracted by side quests. Still never finished wow. it. So Skyrim's on your backlog. Okay, it's one of my favorite know. games of all time, and I've never finished the main story because I don't what? need to. I don't need to. <laughs> it's it's incredible for me in a different way. It's my I make my own experiences with it, and I think that's in, that's awesome. Do you feel the same way about Borderlands? Well, no, because I've beat I, I've beaten Borderlands two so many times that I could probably sprint through that without. Like with my eyes closed. So is that the one you go to? Like I know you're telling me you've been playing Borderlands. Were you playing Borderlands two or was it? The I'm playing three? three right now because they okay. just released the new skill trees um, uh-huh. for all the characters. So we decided to me and a couple of buddies decided to go through and each pick a new character and use their new skill tree. So we've just been running through it. But um, Borderlands two is my main game. But for the last like two weeks, it's been Borderlands three again. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's my favorite series. I think of games is probably Borderlands. I would love for Overwatch 2 to go Borderlands style with its storytelling. I was saying that to you before, where that's the game. The story is it's a random loot game, and you have the character power up. I would like Looter to see shooter. that. Yeah, with just Overwatch. Code. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the idea of Destiny item levels. I've been in WoW. I was talking to someone about item level, and I'm like, oh, your credit score? And so we've been referring Cred- to item Basically. Like, yeah basically so like what's your credit score 145 oh yeah yeah Yeah. not good not good not good the thing about borderlands 3 is they the the loot economy is so stacked compared to some of the other games um you're constantly flooded with loot 
so much so that you're throwing things away that could be great, but you just don't have time to sort through it. Borderlands, you know, World of Warcraft isn't like that. World of Warcraft, you get that one item, that, or you're you're pre- you're looking for that one item that's clearly enough. Not anymore. At least it used to be. It used to be that way. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah, it's it's really. I've been playing Shadowlands. It's weird how it's changed. But when you with Borderlands, do you think two is the better game? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I still do. Yeah. After multiple plays of them all, I think it's the better game. I've heard that a few times. Better story. No, what? Why do you I think, think it's a better that? story? I think it's it's a little bit more unique. I think Borderlands Three story was a smidge uninspired, um, but I like it. It's funny, uh, and and Borderlands Two. It's just like the pinnacle of that series. It's like they took one and they they went so much farther with it, and it was such a huge leap forward. And I don't think they right. left themselves much room to make a huge leap forward with three. Three has great well, moments, but two just is a great funny story all the way through. You don't even hang out with Claptrap in three, like not not much. Well, that's because that guy who voiced Claptrap I know, was suing yeah. suing them. There's a lot of reasons. That's for that. not my problem. Yeah, I don't have to rate your game good be- because because the voice actor quit <laughs> because you didn't pay him enough. That's not my problem. Yeah, not my problem. <laughs> not my chair. Not my problem. Yeah, no, Claptrap is one of the best pieces of that series, yeah, hands down. Not my problem. Like, man. It's a great piece. See. I enjoyed two, and then I tried to get into three on one of those free weekends, and it just didn't stick with me. Yeah. Like, it didn't grab me. I was like, oh, two was good. I don't know if I'm going to play through three. Yeah, I would. Two, two came two. out when? Two came out in, like, 2012, 12, right? Uh, yeah, 12-ish. Mm. Around that. And then three came out 17, 16? No, three came out uh, in 2018. 18. So my, I saw this complaint a lot. I, and I saw this complaint yeah. a lot that it was uh, Borderlands Three felt like Borderlands a 2012 game still and like it kind of did yeah that that yeah. didn't bother me but, but as much it came out in 2019 mm-hmm. and 2012 was Borderlands Two so that's, yeah see go. for me if, if it's good gameplay that's good but if it's storytelling and like there needs to be some type of evolution of what you're doing I can see that the gameplay is still good it's a super smooth fluid game but did you end up playing uh, aladdin i know you were talking to me about that too before i did Mm -hmm. start playing aladdin a little bit i forgot about that that game's hard (laughs) it's hard that game's hard um love the music yeah it it, and i i do i do like the the feeling of it of it you know like i feel i i seem to remember with uh um lion king you don't really feel like you're playing the movie as right. much it felt like a very separate entity whereas in um aladdin at least the first couple levels yeah. like running from guards it does feel like an extension of the film or like you're playing the film it, in it's a the first beats of the movie yeah for sure. yeah so i did like that about it uh but yeah it's it's hard and and uh you know i know this is like an a backlog podcast but sometimes older you know games that are a little bit clunkier can be harder to get into and harder to stick with because of that reason yeah. and i and and it i i'm not i'm still gonna try and finish it i mean cyberpunk's gonna put a huge dent in that but i i, I would say based on my probably three hours with it since we last met mm-hmm. that it would be worth people going back and trying again like it's yeah. not too hard to control that it's i would say don't do it it's it's a classic it's talked about still for a reason yeah it's hard yeah. but it's Fairly hard, like I, hard but fair. I feel that game. way about the old Ducktales game on the NES. Oh, yeah, do you that game? I do remember that game. Yeah, this guy knows. This guy knows what's up, dude. Shovel Knight totally makes me feel like Ducktales when I play Shovel Knight. I don't know if you guys have tried Shovel no. Knight, but if you love that NES Ducktales game, they remastered it, which was good. Ducktales, dude. The video game, the moon level, 
The moon level has killer video game chip tune like music. I, I that's an old school game. I highly recommend it. Man, show and movie games just were different back then. The the yeah. Tiny Tunes game was also really good. Yes, yeah, they were. Yes, oh, I forgot about that game. Uh, yeah, Capcom released a pack called the uh, after cart like Saturday afternoon yeah. or the afternoon pack. It was that. It was Darkwing Duck, and it was the Chip and Dale video. Yeah, game. like they were just classics there was a chip and yeah. video game how yes. did i miss this yeah everything had one back yeah. then it was just they just churned them out like huh. i know shelby's talking about old games dude been i've dipping in this i've actually oh. been playing uh destiny speaking of looter shooters i've been playing a handful of hours of the destiny i'm enjoying it quite a bit i mean i haven't played it since launch it's it such is a it's oh so the good. shooting is so, so great it's for free it goes back it's, to uh, what we're talking about yep it's it's really it's really something else there we have a friend who works at bungie it's unreal it's it's they take so much time putting that together it just takes so much time yeah Yeah. glad someone said it first it just takes so much time oh really to just do uh to do a raid or do a group to gear up to do a raid is Mm. tons of time it's just like world of warcraft man it's the same thing just first person i know it is brilliantly optimized and smooth as butter on every console i've played it on and again the the story yeah. transitions you know like wow and really how they, well how they can have these expansions and have them shift the main stories it's yeah. just it's remarkable they how they can great job. tell a story yeah like that. i'm really impressed i mean yeah. i haven't played since base and even some of the weapon types are so much newer and you can tell there's a whole different play style with these different weapon types and i'm really impressed with it yeah. like i picked up a bow like when my first hours back in i'm like this is sweet and it just sounds yeah, yeah but like when the shaft leaves the bow you can just hear it and then you hit that headshot and it's like oh that is the most satisfying thing i felt in a long time the bows are great i, I, I agree yeah. with that so i don't know how deep i'm gonna go but i mean it's free and there's three expansions for the content here so now i'm like oh. and i know i know you started a squad or a guild that i got a message from one of our discord people so I'm, there's a channel there if people want to play with you they can go to our discord and join the the group. He keeps trying to get me to go, and I'm like, I don't know. I can't play it on my Mac, so I don't I don't see that happening. I already have a guild that we made when the first Destiny came out called the Turd Sandwiches. I can't leave it. It's just too funny. <laughs> yeah, you're in the Turd Sandwiches. That's right. I'm in it. I'm you in guys it. would be Turd Sandwich guys. I could see that. I know who you voted for. They, you have to spell Turd with a Y, yeah. though, because T-U-R-D <laughs> is banned. They don't let oh my you God. use it, so it's tiered tiered what sandwiches tiered sandwiches how many tiers are we talking <laughs> here you guys know me i can't take anything seriously like i, I can't like come up with a, a tier? <laughs> for, a, for a guild it has to be Dude, i still wish in. you could be like one of the first people to complete a raid in first place <laughs> the turd sandwiches it would never happen i can't, I can't dedicate <laughs> no. like that. those no. games are a commitment I, I love watching those yeah. people oh the race to for first is so it's so sweet. that's a, a mindset too like that's when it's same where people like they're really into fighting games they maybe that's all they play and then they maybe have one game like the pro street fighter players when you watch them like they play some other fighting games too to relax but i feel like the like method the guys from wow that do the just to relax i'm gonna boot up some more yeah 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 i'm gonna boot up some just to take the edge <laughs> off more like cbz fighters maybe something like that yeah but right. no, it's it's like my time with WoW as of late. I'm like, eh, this is just a chore. Like I like playing with my friends, and that's cool, and they've done that. But at the same time, I'm a dad, and I ha- I like to also beat video games. I never. It's just chasing the dragon the whole time. I'm like I just want to get a hit. Yeah. I want to get a taste. Give me that yeah. dragon. 
and I'm never going to catch yeah. it. And so it's like, I, I'm going to take some time off because we have some plans for our new year for the show. But I've just been re- relaxing and playing. Uh, did you guys ever play the Dynasty Warrior uh, games? I'm not. I, I don't like that genre. Mm-hmm. Like I like You don't like beat-em-ups? No. Like Hyrule Warriors. Uh, like that's... T- Oh, I definitely, that makes me want that really bad because that is a prequel and I've heard it's a Zelda game that is, it's a Zelda game. It may be Dynasty Warrior Play, but it's a Zelda game. So they did a really good job with that Hyrule Warriors claiming. But I've been playing it with this one called uh, One Piece, which is the biggest like anime manga property. Oh, the anime. It's the greatest. It's the GOAT. I've been watching and reading One Piece since I was like 13 and it's almost to its thousandth chapter. Then my son is really into it and he likes this character and this character there's something very sad that's going to happen to the character and i don't want his little five-year-old heart to be broken yet so i'm like oh let's just skip that chapter or let's go do free mode let's not let's not do that because it's his favorite and i'm like oh you don't even know what's in store for you you do not know what's in store for you son you know the things we shield our kids from but he really likes the beat-em-up action and what it's been really cool i loved final fight games growing up and i like the dynasty warrior games because it's something I could play for 10 minutes and turn my brain off. But my son learned how to read a map. Like, he figured out where his icon was, and he's like, oh, I'm the purple one? I'm like, yeah, you go here. So he can find, he's in that. So I've taken that as a win, because, you know, we've been, he's gotten words down. Now he's now he's learning how to read a map. Your games have a lot to teach. Yeah. I just want to give him Breath of the Wild and see what he does. And my wife's like, no. I'm like, just come on. Let's just see. Let's just see. Why not? I think she thinks it's too violent, and he's really into Mario Odyssey right now. He's gotten... Uh. Such a good game. It's a great game. We're at about 300 moons now. So he's he got to the dark side of the moon. He's pretty geeked out about that. But That's hard. He comes home from school and he's like, can we play the One Piece game? I'm like, are you going to tell your mom? He goes, no. I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got 10 minutes. Let's beat his level. Savage. He, it's great. And it's just like a bonding experience. It's a fun beat up, but it makes me really want to try that Hyrule's Warrior Calamity because I love Breath I'm of the I'm surprised Wild. you didn't buy that on launch. You're like a huge Zelda fan. Like, that's right up your alley. I'm one of the biggest, yes, you could say. I <laughs> did, but I I was hesitant because those Warrior games can be hit or miss. You know, like sometimes they're really good or sometimes they're just trash. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see. And Nintendo's not giving the Zelda property out to be bad, you know? But um, I, I wanted to wait for a deal, too. I kind of wanted to just wait and see. Christmas is right around the corner. You never know what's going to be in the stocking. <laughs> yep. yep. Heard that. Heard that. Wife, wife looks to get you a like, solid gift that you know you're going to like. Yes. Awesome. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just get it for your son for Christmas? Like, oh, here you go. He's He hit his quota. He wanted Luigi's Mansion 3. So Santa is bringing Luigi's Mansion 3. Dude, that's, what he that's wants. part of being a dad. You don't have a quota anymore. Oh, that's right. I should just start feeding it. Tell Nana you want this game. Tell Nana you know you, you want hit this quota game. when your credit card declines. That's, that's when right. you hit quota. That's true. But I want my backlog to end. That's the whole point of the show. If I keep adding it, just, I guess maybe I have to keep a backlog forever, right? <laughs> No, you just keep stacking to the backlog. That's how it works. You just continually add to it and it just well, never leaves you. Speaking of stacking backlogs, because sometimes games are too hard or they get too busy, let's talk about the news. The news? The big three? The big three news. Newsly. 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 We got three big news stories. All three of them. They're big. They're news. This week, the first one on the docket is in regards to difficulty in video games. The uneasiness of easy mode prompts creative approaches from game devs. So what this article basically reads is getting away from the traditional game difficulty selection screen, right? That getting away from medium, easy, and hard and making it a more approachable um, 
way of thinking, right? So the, this kind of references a couple of different games, one of them being Hades, which is a big contender of game of the year, it feels like this year. And they basically yeah. have options to adjust specific attributes of the game rather than just blanketing into those different uh, general categories. This was on the Washington Post, correct? This article? Correct. Yeah, I, they're actually writing a lot mm-hmm. of interesting video game stuff. They just yeah, put out their like about. games of the year. Um, How do you guys feel about beating the game on easy versus beating it on hard does it change it for you or beating it beating it yeah that's uh, gonna be a weird clip out of context um, beating it beating it <laughs> how do you guys beat it? i prefer hard when beating it beating it uh well first of all i i i think it's funny that they chose a screenshot from darkest dungeon for this um hero image because that game is brutal but uh <laughs> i don't know i think i think 10 years ago or chappy or as i call him old chappy would have gone on a rant about how this is ridiculous and you know you're not a real gamer if you put on easy mode but like i've changed dramatically and i i think that if you're having fun then that's that's all it's about i i don't i don't care i played so much of um what's the name of the new star wars game taylor i always forget the actual title of it not 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 a squadrons fallen order fallen order I played a lot of Fallen Order on Easy. Oh, yeah. That game was hard. Fallen I don't, Order, yeah. I'm not ashamed of that it at all. That was hard. And I, that was my exact dude, And some of those bosses were brutal. Yeah, the bosses were, it, like, <laughs> I feel like we're, we're we're competent gamers, right? We understand. Even the mini bosses were hard. Right. That Ogdo Bogdo <laughs> thing. The first one you run into, I was like, I'm going to turn it to Easy, dude. I'm out. I'm out on it. Ondo Bondo, I just kept running back to him. It was like 20 times in a <laughs> I, I row. Just, just kept whooping my butt over and over. Yeah, uh, so I, I would agree with Chappie that um, I think 10, 15 years ago in college and high school, I would have been upset about this. It would have been like, yeah. what? And now it's just like, look, I want people to enjoy the game. And if that's sometimes they got to play it right. on an easier mode or some people want to play it on a more difficult mode to get a different sort of experience out of it, like, by, just, by, by all yeah. means. I, I wish I love that PlayStation and Microsoft have achievements, and I think that's where you mm-hmm. live that live. Yes. Um, what changed that argument for me was like I always try a game on normal first too, but I, I saw the debate from a person that had a physical disability and they just want to experience the game. Like they love games and it's hard for them to play that game, right? They're in a wheelchair. Yeah. And that made me like, you know, I'm soft and my old age are like, oh man, that's sad. Like everyone should get that's to enjoy true. a game. It shouldn't be yeah. like, yes. but at the same time, when you play a game that's super hard and you get through that like wall of running your head into it and you're not beating, you're practicing. It's practice, practice, Cuphead. practice. Cup, oh, Cuphead. Stop for sure. my games, Chappy. <laughs> I'm sorry, exactly dude. gonna say that. This is why we're. This is why we have our own podcast yeah. together because we're one mind. Right. We're a hive mind. Cuphead, Cuphead for sure. Have you played Hyperlight Drifter? No, you guys actually brought that up last time I was on the show. I think, and I I have it written down. Yeah, so I beat that. Like they they picked it for me to play. Yeah. I got so hooked on it. That game, I want to go play it on hard, but it's a game. It's like ten bucks right now too. If you buy it on Switch or anything, it's on sale. Highly, highly recommend. In that's a game where you're not like repeating yourself. You have to practice. Like if you're getting stuck, you're like, okay, that didn't work. Yeah. And I I, I like that. I also like Mega Man games. I feel like old school Mega Man oh, games are yeah. super hard. Like I enjoy a hard game, but I know like Shelby was playing Sekiro. Oh yeah, I've <laughs> dude no. Yeah, yeah, I've, no, I've no, heard no. things about that no. one. 
Nope. Dude, I played enough Sekiro to get it. Like, okay, yeah, these bosses, I fight them a long great. time, then I it's beat them. Yes, I beat them. Yeah. But, it's the same feeling it you really get from Cuphead, is. but Cuphead does one thing better. You get that stoop line at the end of the level that shows you how close you were. Yeah. And when your nose touches the end when yeah. you die, everyone's felt that. Everyone's had that experience. Yeah. But I, I, like a game like Sekiro to me would definitely appeal to me. But if people want to experience the story of Sekiro, I don't know if people are going to Sekiro for the story too. Are they going for the story or are they going for that hard game? Like D- Demon Souls too. I don't know if people are going for the gameplay. Or are they going for the story? And for me, it seems like it's a yeah. they want to play something hard and silly. But if people want to experience a story, I think that you just yeah. change easy mode to like story mode, and you can, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean. Well, I I th- I think part of the interesting piece of this article is that there are many different ways to adjust difficulty. Like I'm playing AC Valhalla right now, and um, they actually have different discovered discoverability regarding going out into the world and finding those different pips. And then you can basically nail it all the way down to it's like go this way and find yeah. this, or you can just make it so there's no pips on the radar whatsoever. So you're able to adjust the difficulty on the discoverability in the world, but then also the combat has a slider. So if the combat's too easy or too hard, you yeah. can actually adjust that. And I think that's the cool piece of where we're going in the future of these games is you can curtail it however you want to play your game, which is Do neat. you like it enough to yeah. recommend Sekiro to anybody if there was an easy mode? Would that change your tone on Sekiro? Hard no is what I'm guessing here. <laughs> uh, I mean, to each their own, right? Like, you do you. Like, get on your Sekiro if that's your thing. But no, no, uh-uh, not so much. I'm I'm morbidly curious, like, curious about that game because I know I'd be so mad and raging, but I'd want, I'd, that feel of beating it, I'd want to do that. I, that I do enjoy still, like, beating a really hard game. You feel good, you know? It does feel good, but that doesn't mean that you can't get joy another way. That's how I feel. <laughs> for sure. For sure. It's a different joy. Yeah. It's a different type of joy, yeah. right? Speaking of joy, yeah. PAX. Does that bring you guys joy? Would you go back to PAX? Uh, PAX is, guys, my greatest gaming accomplishment comes from PAX. Oh, oh really? This is a great story. This is perfect. Oh, PAX really? PAX Prime, back in the PAX Prime yeah, yeah, days, yeah. before yeah. it was East-West, whatever, mm-hmm. um, they, like there were only so many games right so many of them were unofficial that like they would just be like okay the the mario kart competition is this day or like this game is over here at like this tv you gotta be on this floor at this time uh so diddy kong racing n64 nice great game i I was (laughs) i was a beast at that game in college and in high school and pax prime i'll go with my buddy who we know who works uh now for bungie and he's like, dude, they have a Diddy Kong competition. He's like, you should walk up and, and try and enter. So we go up to like the top floor of PAX. There's no one there. You know what I mean? It's like a small yeah, yeah, yeah. like side room, basically. There's and, a rusty skeleton in the corner. Right, right. It's like that type <laughs> of a place. It's like smells like, like uh-huh. no one's been there in a long time. Anyways, we get there. I'm like, hey, I want to enter the Diddy Kong. They're like, do you have a team? Do you have a ranking? I was like, no, no, none of the above. They're like, okay, well, we'll just like put you in like this bracket over here. So first setup of races, I think I lapped every single person. And it was like wow. they were ranked people. Whoa. And 
they were like, what? And each time, like, each time I would play better and better people, and I would, like, still smash them, and they were like, who is this he's, guy? He's, you're the Kurt Warner of Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Came working from I the mean, grocery store and yeah. became a Hall of Famer. <laughs> right. So, uh, made it all the way to the finals. Um, I finished in third in the finals, but I had enough points that I finished in second. But oh, the wow. guy who I lost to whole, has like all the world records, and like, and that, he was playing a di- he was playing a that, different game whoa. than what I was playing, which was crazy to see. So it was I yeah. love 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 hmm. packs. Uh, I'll always have a soft spot for packs. Uh, yeah. And my second place Diddy Kong Championship yeah. prize. That's awesome. I, I have a soft spot for packs too. So they put out in the news that they're going to try to do it live. Yeah. Right. And uh, their Twitter put out packs East will take place June 3rd through 6th in 2021. West will be September 3rd through 6th, 2021. And then Australia, more info coming. And then packs unplugged will take place December 10th through 12, 2021. Uh, I definitely, would you go? I guess that's the real question. With everything, would you guys go back if everything gets? Well, I mean, it's hard to out? say with a year between yeah. now and then. I, um, but you know, if everything yeah. was back to normal and we all we had a vaccine that was safe and everything was good, I'd I'd go back to PAX. Like, I, if there was any hint of maybe there's still COVID around, then the answer is no, without question. <laughs> but if we're if we're anywhere near like if we're normal, yeah, the PAX I'm, West I'm date, PAX. The PAX West date's looking a little bit more appealing than the PAX East <laughs> one right now. But um, but yeah, no, I, I yeah, would check. that doesn't I, sure. I would go under the right circumstances. It's such a cool experience to see some of these games, meet some of these people, and some of the indie designers and the indie gamers, right, and, and yeah. all those people and. Just the community, yeah. right? Being in and around the people best. like all of us and just talking, mm-hmm. telling stories. That's what it's about. Shelby took me to my first PAX and it was like that week I found out I was going to be a dad wow. for the first time. So I hold PAX and oh, yeah, cool. like we went to PAX and the next day my wife's like, Big. I'm pregnant. And I was like, what? <laughs> like it was, um, and it, I was, it was a great time. Yeah. But I also yeah. remember him and I played like a pro Smash player and I had, I won a bag. I got a Smash <laughs> nice. bag that I still have for Smash 4. I felt good. Cool. Yeah, good times. Didn't we have to go through that line multiple times? We had to wait in the line too? for a long time because I was like, "You're like, good, just go get in the line." I'm like, I don't know. And you're like, it, "Just go get in the line. We'll go get. You can win a bag." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then we got to play the demo of Smash Four, and I yeah, that was on the wasn't that on the um, DS? It there was the 3DS version, but we played the Wii U. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. In, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were demoing both of them at that time. Yes, yes. And yeah. uh, you, they had only like a limited amount of characters. I went right to Mega Man because Mega Man was the new new, and I was like, "Yep." And he was really strong. I would love to go. I think the move's going to PAX Australia because then yeah. they finally leave the country. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I said it last week. I want the vaccine just to go to Nintendo Land and Universal Studios. Like, give me a reason to travel. Like, yeah, sure, I'll go to PAX Australia. I'll go to Nintendo Land real quick yeah that's that place looks pretty sweet i gotta go i gotta go to galaxy's edge before nintendo land but yeah nintendo looks i i think i would go too i i'm not scared like at that point i think things will be working out i'll take a vaccine uh, i'm not worried this about it. is i mean this is kind of the announcement they have to make though like yeah we're moving forward we'd love to assuming everything's safe and then they'll just kind of sit quietly for a while 
Um, you know, those tickets yeah. sell out so quickly that they're probably going to have yeah. the same experience here, especially if they've announced dates. But, you know, it's a double-edged sword when you tell people, yeah, we're going to do it. And then, like, you see it with, like, I, I see it with my job as an educator. School districts will tell parents, like, we're going to bring kids back to school to get their hopes up. And they forget families have to plan. They have to adjust stuff. And, like, they have to know logistically. It, it, there's no way you're going to be able to bring everybody back to school in two, uh, by the end of the month. Like, the fact mm -hmm. that you're telling families that is doing them a disservice, right? So, like, is PACs trying to get people's hopes up, or are they really trying to make it happen? That's... Well, you got to keep in mind, schools are state-funded, right? True. I mean, the events industry has been decimated by this virus. Yeah. I mean, there are so many cons that have just gone, you know, they, they have yeah. no income source whatsoever. So this is a way for them to at least make some money yeah. back. Some conventions right. may mm -hmm. never come back. Smaller ones, we never. Yeah, no, we had a buddy on, uh, my friend Justin Rev. He was saying, like, he, he used to go to Dragon's Con, all this con. He's like, I might be con retired at this point. Like, you know, because people get sick from, you get con crud. They talk mm -hmm. about it, right? Where you get sick afterwards. Oh, so I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we need, some, we need something to get excited about. So if they're going to put packs on the calendar, heck yeah. Yeah. Like, if tickets were available tomorrow, I'd buy them. For sure. I mean, why not? Just get that yeah, spot. I agree. Just to get that mm -hmm. spot. Yeah. For sure. Sometimes you got to go above and beyond to get the things you want, right, Casey? Well, speaking of going above and beyond, how bad would you go or how far would you go to get a PS5? I would walk 5,000 miles. You would walk 5,000 miles? I can't okay. afford it. So, uh, I mean, like, I, I don't really have an answer. I don't have that much money sitting around. Well, what if, what if there was an answer for you? What if you could uh, hijack it from a van? Go on. Uh, I don't would think I do have that? the I mean, prowess to pull something like that off, but I would try. Well, who's listening to this podcast exactly? Yeah. There actually have been 27 instances <laughs> of this happening in, over in England. So gangs are raiding, as they call them, lorries, uh, trucks to steal PS5 stocks. So there, there's like a video on the site too where they talk about this going on in Romania. But they're basically going full uh, Tokyo Drift, Fast and the Furious, robbing these cars on the freeway, and then driving away with the PS5. Like... At that point, I just got to tip my hat and be like, "You, it's yours, dude. You earned it." Like that—that that takes some skill. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, if you're gonna do <laughs> yeah. that, then have, enjoy your yeah. console, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna fault you for, was, for it. Wasn't for yeah, me. Wasn't for me. It's for yeah, you. you're gonna you're gonna take that that risk and you get away with it. Then, well, how by all how means. good of a driver do you have to be to do that? I said it's just it's it's a bad thing. I'm not condoning it. Better at than the me. same time, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. Right? Better than yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know. I would just be like Han. I would just sit next to the cars that are racing and slowly smoke a cigarette and eat snacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the move. Nobody likes the tuna here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And oh, then yeah. just... <laughs> Han's the best part of Fast and the Furious, I'm here to say it. That's just how it has to happen. Chuck Drift is the best fast. Um, no, I wouldn't either. I don't know that I'd risk my life for a PS five, let's be real. Mm -hmm. But what about an Xbox? Yeah, and I that love game is so good, but look, no. come on. And Miles Morales. Dude, Spider-Man looks amazing. I don't know. I, I'm very interested in the PS5 for their controller. Yeah, pretty good things. The controller sounds pretty bad. But, I and obviously, I don't think they're stealing them for personal use, right? Like, it, it's crazy what people are doing. But also, I think it's like, it's 2020. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. That's going to happen. We have monoliths popping up all over the world, like, what's there's an Israeli guy saying there's a galactic federation and aliens are real 
I'm not surprised Fast and the Furious PlayStation Five is real either. Let's not discount the Alien Federation thing so quickly, though. Dude, like, you just cut. Co- you just covered a lot in that yeah. sentence. Can we just back up a second? Monoliths, intergalactic. You didn't see that news story that's going around? Uh, no, I missed that one. How come we're not covering that uh, in the big three? Like, oh, let's be real. No, some guy like the New York Post posted first, <laughs> so they're you know they're super credible. Um, but it's some guy that worked in space for Israeli, and he's talking about there's aliens and they're among us and they're just waiting for us to get smarter before they talk to us he's also 85 so you know like they're he's shooting his shot on the way out <laughs> i wasn't a believer until i saw the documentary men in black and now i'm a believer <laughs> oh yes that documentary. yeah that cat had a, a galaxy in its <laughs> oh my god that cat you mean orion <laughs> yeah. well done. oh man <laughs> Spoiler. Spo- oh, yeah, that's right. Taylor would not know that. He's just not wanting to spoil it for people who haven't seen the 1997 hit. Don't you dare spoil that mid-90s classic movie that mostly every person has seen. That's right. And, and if you don't own the soundtrack, you should. The 90s, mid-90s ruled, and that moves us to our final segment. We're going to do a random question, and it was inspired by the mid-90s. So, Taylor, uh, could you tell your audience what you do, too, on Twitch? Like, what's one of the, the you've been streaming NFL games on Twitch, right? Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? What is your job? What is your social security number? What is your credit score? This is where I live. Um, So basically, every Thursday or whenever the NFL shifts the Thursday game due to COVID, uh, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Taylor Jacobs, I stream the games. I got uh, permission from the league and from Amazon and from Twitch to do it. We're one of 22 people so stop by the stream we have fun chats we talk random questions like the ones we're about to talk we talk football we talk gaming we talk pretty much everything so it's just a nice little fun place if you if you're gonna watch the games if you like fantasy uh we talk about everything and everything else in between so that's pretty much my spiel i I enjoy your stream and i like all your takes on football and uh, I know you and I had a conversation way back when the Bears played the Bucks, and I threw out a hot take for you that Ronald Jones is yeah. the to- uh, Jerry Gurdjieff of the Buccaneers. Yeah, and I stand did. by that take because <laughs> you want him to do well, and he just always disappoints you in the end. You know? Yeah, and he just sort of a klutz sometimes mm-hmm. with the fumbles. It was a it was an apt comparison. Mm-hmm. He just it's scary. But I love your chat. Your stream put up the good question about 90s heartthrobs and we were talking about it earlier. So, yes. I made a bracket, uh, a sweet 16 of 90s heartthrobs. And we're going to choose who's the greatest. And now we we were talking about could they take each other in a battle or is it who's the better heartthrob? So we're going to use both of these. I think it's yeah, a bit of both. Right. Yeah, we have to yeah. weigh it in. It's got to be a bit of both. So we're going to have to we're going to have to really move through these though because this is like to do yeah. this full bracket we're going to have to withstand the urge to fight to the death about yeah, you, oh, yeah. you, you just got to say who you got to go gut feeling move. and I, some of these yeah. I don't actually know off the top See, of my head. I think we have to I think we have to make the fights when we get to the elite eight right that's when we start having okay. the debate a little bit um should I go I'll go through the bracket yeah. okay uh we have first to start strong bracket number one seed JTT versus Devin Sawa then we have Joey Lawrence versus Mario I... Lopez Jason London versus Fred Savage Jaleel White versus Sauce Michels, Andrew Keegan versus Johnny Galecki, Luke Perry versus Matthew Lawrence. You got both the Lawrence brothers in. Justin Timberlake versus Leonardo DiCaprio, and Freddie Prince Jr. versus Mark Paul Gosler. Okay, I know like half those names. Let's do this. 
<laughs> this, I will give you a good rem- a memory jog here. So JTT, everyone oh, we know we should JTT, all know JTT sure. from his yeah yeah his, his great Christmas movie, Home for the Holidays, which is pretty good. I'll just say it: JTT wins because of Lion King alone. I don't know, man. The sheer the sheer size yeah. and scope True. of uh, yeah JTT is it Lion yeah. King to me makes him the clear. Yeah, Devin Sawa, great in Little Giants, great in Idle Hands, great as Stan in the Eminem video, Stan. Great in there, but does not... I yes. actually forgot about that, but I still can't. can't I still can't. can't. All right. JTT. Dude, I, I am a little disappointed that we're going to take Casper out in the round one, but you know, yes. you got to do what you got to do. JTT, JTT moves on. Yeah, my wife's going to be real <laughs> mad. That was her, like, number one. <laughs> That's right. She told us that when, like, when yeah. we saw her last. That's funny. That's a great movie. They're not dead. They're the living impaired. <laughs> Um, all right, the next one, round two. Uh, Joey Lawrence. This is a strong. These are close. I'd say this is a three and a four. Joey Lawrence versus Mario Lopez. I went Mario Lopez. On this so one. I didn't. I'm taking Lopez too. I didn't. I didn't watch Saved oh. by the Bell, so I, I would go Lawrence. I'm a Lawrence Brothers Whoa, fan. I boy. would. I would go Lawrence too. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm Joey Lawrence too. Ooh. Yeah, but didn't Mario Lopez just? Just sell out to be on like Dancing with the Stars or something. Yeah, but he also used to sit backwards in a chair. Yeah, dude. So. He was really cool. You know what I mean? So he was able to come back down a little bit because of that. AC Slater he had some coolness. To it's spare. a California state those champion high wrestler. Yeah. Like you can't take that from him. Right. I'm not gonna die on the Lawrence. The Lawrence. All right. Wagon. No, me right. neither. I think we got to yeah. save it to a little bit later. Uh-huh. Mario Lopez. Okay. All right, Jason London versus Fred Savage. Yeah. Jason London, known from Days and Confused and Out Cold. Great comedies, great 90s films. And Fred Savage, if you haven't heard, ever heard of a wonderful show called The Wonder Years, you need to go watch I, it. I, I, I like, I'm the biggest Jason all. London guy in this foursome, but I got to go Fred Savage, I think. It's just, yeah. it's yeah. just. The, the Wizard, The Wizard, bro. Plus Fred wizard, Savage right? in Awesome yeah. Powers 3, the guy yeah. with the mole. So yeah, the mole. That's right. The mole. That's right. That's the mole. How about Princess Bride? Oh, yeah, he's the kid. And what about what's the one with the monsters under the bed? Um, um little, little monsters. monsters. Yeah, little monsters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's I've been thought about little monsters. But I do have to say, Out Cold was one of my favorite mo- movies. So uh, nod to Jason. London. It's so funny. It's still super funny. I do like Out Cold. Loved Out Cold. People, people think that uh, what's his name is uh, um, uh, Zach. Galifianakis is from The Hangover, and I'm like, absolutely not. Is he from The Hangover? He's from yeah. Out Cold. No, <laughs> he's from Out Cold. It's a young Zach Galifianakis, uh-huh. right? Next is Jaleel White, known as Urkel, versus Sasha Mitchell. Now, if you don't remember Sasha Mitchell, Sasha Mitchell was on a show called Step by Step. He was cousin Cody. Uh, he was also in the great film The Kickboxer, and he is a legit martial artist. So he's got the ass kicking factor, but and Kickboxer two, three, and four, <laughs> according to this little thing I'm looking at. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> one per year 90, 91, 92 and, oh Not sorry 94 they skipped 93 yes Jaleel, Jaleel White Jaleel White though became he got Bruce Lee DNA when he went into the time machine and, and became Stefan Urkel it's a, or he became uh, Bruce yeah. Urkel and he would fight bullies and he saved Carl. He saved Carl from a crime syndicate. Jaleel White's time. the clear winner here. But I don't know. I guess you, you have to call him a heartthrob because when he was Stefan Arkell, he was a heartthrob. And he was made intentionally. Um, the next one is Andrew first, Keegan first, versus Johnny Galecki. Andrew Keegan, you would know him from 10 Things I Hate About You, which was shot here in Tacoma, Washington. Mm. And uh, the other one, Johnny Galecki, yeah. you know him from 
Roseanne, but his bigger show, Big Bang Theory. I hate Theory. Big Bang Theory, but I'm giving it to Galecki. <laughs> That's got my vote. Because he was able to parlay yeah. his teenage heartthrobness into an extremely successful show. Now, I'm giving it to him. That's and my vote. also, right. I, I think he's ugly. And that's tight, because, like, he was a heartthrob. So, like, for all the... Dude, he's holding it down for us ugly for dudes, For all the bro. ugly dudes, like... It makes me feel good about me, and I have yeah. a chance. We got a shot. Yeah. We got a shot to be heartthrobs if this guy can do it. We can all do it. Right. If I can change, if Galecki can change, we can all change. And Galecki is in my wife's favorite Christmas movie, Christmas Vacation. So uh, not to that. Oh right, he's the little. He's rusty. He's rusty in Christmas yep. Vacation. Forgot about that. Galecki is timeless. Um, next, we have the late great Luke Perry versus Matthew Lawrence, the younger Lawrence brother. Again, I love the Lawrences. But but again, I'm a Lawrence guy. I think so. Luke Perry wins this. He was like the guy, yeah. and like I I only know because yeah. my babysitter used to talk about him all the time. So like that's yeah. how I knew mm-hmm. about Luke Perry. So because of my babysitter Tara. <laughs> Nine Two and was like the big heartthrob <laughs> show too. A lot of big names came from that. I think Matthew Lawrence was good, but he's always in the shadow of Joey. Yeah, I agree. You, know? you can't take the second best Lawrence. Oh, no, hold match. on, Matthew Lawrence was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Don't don't. <laughs> Don't just bla- glaze over it like like he's but not he's, even worth mentioning. He's a pushover <laughs> in that movie. You know he's a pushover. He's the third sibling. Like he's the third best sibling out of the, the entire plot of the film is based on his birthday party. Matilde Matilde is his daughter. His birthday party is the cause of I the mean, divorce. That, that's just the <laughs> That's a catalyst. That's just a catalyst. It is a catalyst. Even the younger actress, she's You can't blame a child for a parent's divorce. That's yeah. not okay. Um, and also, I would like to add a side note in here. If anyone ever has the chance to see the musical version of Mrs. Doubtfire, Taylor knows, it was very good. Very, very really? good. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Seems was bad. So good. Wasn't Highly bad. recommend. It was good. Really, really fun. Was it... Where'd you see it at? Like, in Paramount? Seattle. I forget where it was. It was at Paramount? the Paramount. Okay. And it was super funny. Yeah. And the guy that they got to play... Um, Daniel Hillard was good, um, good. really good. It was. It's always tough to see someone play yeah. a Robin Williams role, but it, it was good. That I, I don't want to go into a big mm-hmm. thing, but I just want everyone to know yeah. if you ever see that, it was very. We'll funny. save your Will Smith rant for later. Now, uh, Justin Timberlake. These are two big hitters: Justin Timberlake versus Leonardo DiCaprio. I know this one pains me, but I got because I love Leo. Leo, and he wears the coot gear. Leo. But Justin Timberlake's the true triple threat. Mm-hmm. You got to take that every yeah. time. Can't beat it, dude. Dang, I was going to vote for Leo, but I went on a rant earlier about backyard sports and how uh, yeah. Pablo Sanchez is the best video game athlete three. because he's a three-sport superstar. And so now I feel like I have to vote that way. You got to apply it. Again. Dang. All right. I'll, I, I got, I'll go, JT. I, I'll, you swung me with, without even knowing you were swinging me. You and finally, me. Freddie Prince Jr. versus Mark Paul Gossler. I don't know who Mark Paul Gossler is. <laughs> Zach from Saved by the Bell. I told you I didn't watch that show, so I, that's why I don't know. Oh my god, that's right, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Also, isn't it Prince Freddie Prince? Yeah, but Jr.? even no, even no, so, no. though it's it's Freddie Prince. You gotta go, Freddie Prince here. He's still married, He's married to, to Sarah Michelle Geller. Chappie, you should love him, but not because of she's all that. Uh, but he's huge into D and D. He does. He's a DM for a big oh, cool. up, up, down, downs D and D podcast for videos. And he was in Scooby Doo. That's true. He's Freddy. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, 
He's also in Franklin and Bash, apparently. Mark Paul Gossler, yes. He's, yeah. I think he's Franklin or Bash, or both. I don't recall. That show was bad. He's actually both. He's both. You didn't know that. That's the twist at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, Spoiler alert. He's for both Franklin and Bash. It's actually, no way. He's just having a mental That's not, breakdown. That's not true. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I have a friend who watches every TV show ever made, and one time he was like, are you serious? You don't watch Franklin and Bash? And I was like, no, dude. Nobody watches Franklin and Bash. <laughs> like, don't act like that's absurd. Nobody's watching TNT on Wednesday at 10, sir. Yeah, no. I mean, TNT knows drama. <laughs> they do. All right, so now. Dang you. From our winning rounds, we have JTT versus Mario Lopez, Fred Savage versus, I wrote Urkel, Jaleel White. Johnny Galecki versus Luke Perry, Justin Timberlake versus Freddie Prince. We have JJT I mean, versus Mario Lopez. Have you guys seen the new Colonel Sanders commercial with Mario Lopez that they're making a lifetime movie about Colonel Sanders? I hear that, but I also raise you, Man of the House, starring JTT. Oh, oh Jimmy Chase. <laughs> Dude, I'm still JTT. He, like, he, at the pinnacle of his popularity, he's like Michael Jordan. Yeah. The whole world knew JTT. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't sway this argument in my favor. I know. I, I like Lopez. Be... You gotta pick. You know what I mean? Like, just a bad match. Man of the House did it for me. I mean, obviously the winner after Man yeah, of the House. Yeah, yeah. And Man of the House takes place in Seattle. Oh, yeah, that's right. Does it really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I've seen it. I've seen it a, a couple times, like growing up. But I didn't. I didn't know. Oh, that. Yeah, they, they show him at Gasworth Park, like with him and Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah. That's a great uh, man. You got me with the the '90s movie. All right, JTT. Moves on. Huh. Uh, okay. Fred Savage or Jaleel White? I'm going Savage. Yeah, I'm going Savage. I'm going to go Jaleel wow. White. If you see his... If I, if you want a good Instagram follow, he posts some pretty great memes. Dude... This isn't about this isn't about follows. I'm going Fred Savage. <laughs> that's a bad oh, man. Fred Savage. <laughs> Come on! Yeah, Savage. Urkel. I will follow him, but that's not, I'm not changing my vote. Okay. Sorry. I was ready to let you sway me, but that was just bad. that was not a good argument. <laughs> no, it was not. I don't know. He, all he has is Family Matters. He's done some side stuff like Fred Savage. If you look at his career, Family Matters time. was huge, but like yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Fred Savage, yeah, the mole, man, <laughs> the mole. Okay, Johnny Galecki or Perry? I'm really into this argument that Johnny Galecki is just a regular dude, and it makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, I think I that's a strong uh, case. But Luke yeah. Perry is Luke Perry. I'm Johnny Galecki on this one. That's my vote. Here's the other thing about Luke Perry. He wasn't really a teen heartthrob when he was a teen. He was like, remember when he was on 90210, he was like 30. Right. And he was like, how old are you? That's a good point. Um, All right, let's let it ride. Galecki for the uglies. <laughs> yes, Galecki for the uglies. Whoa, Luke Perry was in The Fifth Element? That's one of my favorite movies, so it's pretty shocking that I don't know this like right away. Oh, he's Billy. Who was he in The Fifth Element? It's Billy, and I don't even recognize the character Billy from... Um, from Fifth Element, off the top of my head, I'll watch it. La- I'll watch it later, and I'll get back to you guys. So I'll watch it loser. All right, he moves on. All right, J- Justin Timberlake, JT, not JTT, versus Frey Prince. I, J- Just Timberlake has to move on, dude. He's the triple threat. Not, not yeah. a question. Not a question. It's literally, not a question. Has to. He's he's the Duke. He's the Kansas. He's the North Carolina. He's the big boy in this tournament. Like it just the final. I like the final four. Yes, yeah, so our final four. We have JTT. Fred Savage, Johnny Galecki, and then Justin Timberlake. So JTT versus Fred Savage. There's a very good debate there because Fred Savage is like the early 90s, like right on 1990, 1991 heartthrob, maybe late 80s. JTT was really young kid and then mid-90s hit his stride as a heartthrob. Every girl in elementary school had a crush 
on JTT. Couldn't walk past the magazine section at Albertsons without seeing JTT's face year round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we Tiger all wanted B. his hair. We all wanted that flowing hair. That's what I remember. Personally, I think I would go Fred Savage, but I think JTT wins this. I do too. I I think Fred Savage as a actor yeah. is much better. Yes. I think Wonder Years is the better show. But Man of the House, it really slowed me on Man of the House. Man of the House can't Home be beat. Improvement, man. Home Improvement was a good comedy. Yeah, scene. I cried when it went off the air on the last episode. I cried. Mm. Oh, so good. <laughs> Yeah. And the last one, okay. this next matchup, I think, is a blowout. We got we got to give our respect to the Uggs. You know? We look, we made we it tried. to the final four. We got to go to the ball, guys. This is it. We we saw the promised land, but we're not we're not good looking. We have to understand <laughs> our place. We're uh-huh. we don't win. we're the brides we're the bridesmaids. Yeah. never the bride. Right. You know? We lose in the final four. That's fine. You can be a fan favorite. People love you. You'll sell out every game. I've been watching right. a lot of old seasons of Survivor lately, <laughs> and whenever one of the oldest people on the show makes it to like the top five, you're like, you know, you outplayed, you, you outbatted your percentage mm-hmm. there. You really, yeah. you really mm-hmm. outdid yourself. You should be proud, <laughs> right. but you're not going past the top no. five. <laughs> you're not winning. <laughs> the extreme physical challenge coming. Those old guys can make it in top yeah. two a lot of times, I feel like, because they make good relationships, but you're absolutely right. And this is that yeah, case. Yeah. So, Johnny, we respect you. You've done great things, and you're super rich because of Big Bang Theory. We should play taps. Dude, <laughs> funny our finals. Two letters between the oh, two. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Hats off to Galecki, though. I mean, like, he's just kind of getting along. You don't even know he's there, but he's probably richer than anybody we know. Oh, he plays really, really good just... defense. You know, yeah. he just got really good fundamentals. Yeah. Uh, but... It's like Stanford, you know what I mean? Like right. they're rich; right. they don't need this. They're above yeah. this. Yeah, they they'll be okay no matter what. Now we come to the battle of JTT versus JT. This is this is the real the Goliaths here. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think <sighs> we. I, I'm in the JT camp. Single T or we're double T? Okay, so here's here's my deciding factor. Okay, because they were both massive. They both have had impact. My deciding factor is going to be hair. Right, JTT had the bowl cut, kind of split middle part. Awesome, very cool. Awesome, very cool. Justin Timberlake had the ramen hair, and I love ramen. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) that that monologue should be captured and published on every major news outlet. (laughs) That right, that that two sentence spam. I thought you were gonna say because of hair, you were going double T because. The the bowl cut with the splitties was the, became the haircut that everyone else had to have. He set the bar, right. and I couldn't do it because I had the curly, I had the ramen hair, so I couldn't. That's do it. why I'm. That's why it's out because Sawa did it. Everyone did it. The guy mm-hmm. from the thirteenth year <laughs> did it, and Luck of the Irish, they all did it. No, Luck of the Irish had the nope. flip, the the the. the the fronties. Oh, that's true. The fronties. Yeah, he started doing the Caesar flip. That guy. He did. I, I, not the, who you can find the Disney Channel original I, movie with someone with that cut for sure. I don't know which one, but it, there, there's multiple. Oh, yeah. Luck of the Irish guy was also Break, the guy. No, I'm thinking of one. Luck of the Irish guy is the guy that Ricky Jarrett punches in the opening of Ballers at the uh, club when he Jeez, that's comes out my, after him. Yeah. That may be the deepest poll I've ever heard. Deep reference. Uh, that may be the deepest poll I've ever heard. Where the guy calls him 
out. Go watch that clip again. You're going to be like, dude, that's Luck of the Irish guy. Ryan Merriman is his name. Oh my god, the top review on Google when you look up Luck <laughs> of the is. Irish I... is five stars. This documentary <laughs> yeah. taught me a lot about Irish culture. Uh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, I'm going to read that in its entirety later. Okay, uh, I my vote goes to JT at Double T. I'm a Double T guy here. And I think I think part Ooh. of that is because Timberlake doesn't need this. So I'm just going to be fair in why I'm voting. <laughs> I think he doesn't need this. He does? Is he just like feeling bad about himself? Jessica Biel needs this. I Jack. feel like if we're going back to 90s heartthrobs, it's JTT. But JT has aged like a fine wine. JTT, I don't even know where he is. Like, he disappeared. He he patented a hairstyle, and now he lives on an island somewhere. That's all I know about JTT. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You came here for video games. You're getting a real hard conversation right I, I, now, though. I'm sticking with TT. I'm sticking with Double T. I'm not going to be swayed. I'll just tell you that. That's my vote. I'm not going to be swayed. <laughs> Teenage 90s heart. But bro. also... That's, that's the face that pops into my head. If they fought, if these two fought, I think I'm taking Timberlake. Yeah. Oh, for sure. JTT is a small man. Timberlake's dance moves alone give him the right. edge in a fight because he can dance around. Dance He's got the stamina. Around. He'll just get him really tired, jab him up. You we know. all saw him at the Super Bowl. Are we a 2-2 right now? Are we really going to be a 2-2 on this? I think, and I think, Taylor, your wrong See, hair argument good. swayed me the wrong way. <laughs> Uh, and I, it goes back to that for me. No. <laughs> Ramen here makes you not win. You want the flowing locks of JTT. I, JTT is the best 90s heartthrob. Right. Yes! The, I think Battle of the Team J- I gotta go JTT. The thing is, Taylor's upset, but he knows he knows it's, it's not, not atrocious. He knows that it is an accept, it's acceptable. No, that's a heavyweight. That's uh, Ali Frazier. Yeah, Whoever wins is, is going in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. This is Duke versus North Carolina. This is the matchup that everyone came <laughs> yep. to. I have the curly hair, so I could do yep. the ramen Dude, hair. Dude, bleach it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> exactly. Bleach the tips. GTT. It only makes sense. Teenage heartthrob. Um, so as we're winding down, Taylor, where can uh, people get more of you? Yep. At Taylor Jacobs on Twitter and then at t- our Twitch, Taylor Jacobs as well. Uh, that's the places where I'm most active. So if you want to talk to me on Twitter or during my live streams and then the joystick club, the joystick.club we're uh, we're just uh, sort of uh, redoing our we're sort of perennially thinking about getting it back going again. So some yeah. one of these days it'll stick and we actually will Yeah, we'll get back in that. Stick. If you guys just want to keep coming on here too, you can that's do true. that. I mean, I'm just throwing that bone out there. This may, this may kickstart this dudes with my dudes, man. Well, thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate it. Uh, oh, and I know you. your love of video games is great to hear. And I knew you could spout nonsense with us, with the best of us. So I yeah, really no appreciate problem. it. Thank Thanks. you, guys. Thanks for having us. If you'd like more of us, check us out on Twitter at Underpowered Pod. Check us out on Instagram at under.powered. Check out our website, underpoweredmedia.com, or shoot us an email at emails at underpoweredmedia.com. We're also on Discord. Check us out, chat in there. And if you'd like to, please leave a review. Five stars, please. We out. Play your games.